I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff and people from our community, and I think it's a treat and a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Washed by blood, surfed in the flood. Hallie, how are you? <laughs> That's awesome. How are you, Gray? How are your kids who come to Climax? Hallie, I had a super weekend with my teens who came to Climax, and uh, we did something called Art on the Lawn. I think it left a really great impression on them. What we did is uh, we made a mosaic of the face of Jesus using plastic forks and then we used a drone to capture this video and post it on tiktok so you know you could see that amazing big jesus face on the lawn uh it was pretty exciting it went viral so that was cool awesome. um not maybe for the right reasons a bunch of freaking jerk environmentalists were like uh that's a waste of plastic and i was like oh well we're feeding people souls with uh -huh. those plastic forks so you know what are you doing <laughs> nice one <laughs> i know so you know they had really no comeback to that but they do keep tagging me with pictures of dead sea turtles which um is annoying oh yeah. yeah i mean that's on them imagine using pictures of dead things to prove a point i think it's sick i know and then you know i didn't know uh you know i have i have uh not sure if i've mentioned it before but my friend uh, Clay Clay Mason Mason, yeah um we went to see trisha yearwood uh that Ooh. was fun and then we went out to dinner at ruth's chris where we ate, oh. uh, each ate a uh, 64 ounce steak awesome. so uh really really fun uh, fun fellowship uh what's up with you wow. hallie well, 
there's been such big news coverage of this Southern Baptist Church thing this week, and my oh, really? kids are asking me questions about it, and it's in the news, and I feel like people are talking about it. And, What's up? I haven't even heard about this. Oh, well, the Southern Baptist um, Convention, the Southern Baptist Church, they're mm-hmm. the largest Protestant organization in America, and oh, right. they had this big scandal, and it's such a bummer because the SBC, they're u- they usually always err on the right side of issues, right. you know? Although, I guess they were against desegregation and stuff, but um, anyway, Sunday, a report came out describing the Southern Baptist cover-up that's been going on. I guess they, it, like, they protected and supported sexual abusers, and they villainized the women and children who'd been abused. And then the Southern Baptist leaders, they lied and said, you know, there was no way for us to keep a database of offenders. That's something that you can't even do. It's like physically impossible or something, you know, right. to prevent more abuse. But really what was secretly happening was that they did compile a secret list, and there were more than like 700 abusive pastors on there. Ugh. And they didn't do anything to keep the abusers from, you know, doing more harm to victims. And in fact, they kept them, you know, securely in leadership positions where they could continue to do harm. And honestly, it's so sad, Gray, because it just gives God haters so much ammo. It really does. And, you know, my, the first thing that I think when I hear something awful like that i'm like what about the catholics see what about the catholics see, exactly. they, they did much worse see you know protestants abuse many more grown women than the catholics too oh, you know right. their priests go for little kids so i think that kind of says it all in terms of protestants being more upstanding totally and i know this indiana pastor too john low the second he just admitted to committing adultery by fornicating with a 16 year old congregant and i thought it was so telling that the church members got up and they surrounded him and they covered him in love and in prayers. Because you know what? Great people of every walk of life, they sin and fall short of the glory of we God. fall short. It says it in the Bible. Doctors, lawyers, pastors, leaders, they're humans just like us. And what about the Catholics? That, see? And Jesus died for all of us. And since I'm forgiven... I have to forgive others. That's right. You know? I did see he signed a book deal, the uh, the sweet and down low. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I just, I'm so glad, honestly, Gray, that the more non-denominational churches like us, like most mega churches, we don't have these terrible we types of scandals, really you know, don't. because we have a board of elders, you know, they've been appointed by our church leadership and they monitor the church leaders and, exactly. you know, the very leaders who put them there. And that is accountability, baby. Right. Our board of elders is extremely close to our lead pastor, Steve Judson. So, you know, they would know if anything was going on. Some of them are his closest friends, Hallie. And That's what about the right. Catholics? See, exactly. And our pastor is so upstanding that, yes, he appointed a board to monitor him. And that board is made up of a lot of men who are educated and dedicated oh, awesome. to this church. And like you said, some of his closest male friends are on the board. Yep. And he put him there. So he has to account to them. And I just feel like because of that, you know, we can all sleep well at night. And I had another thought, Hallie, which is what about the Catholics? Same. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like Jesus restores us from our sinful nature and prepares us for our Heavenly Father, our guest today restores people in the Re-V ministry. We're going to hear all about it. Please welcome Miss Callie Mae Maton. Welcome to the program. Oh, hello, y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. It is so nice to... Ray, I haven't talked to you very much at church. I, um... I love your. Are you from Canada? Where are you from? Oh, actually, I'm from Australia. But yeah, a lot of times Americans make that uh, that confusion because anything wow. sort of outside of America just sounds like something else. That's exotic. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you have such cute accent too, uh, Callie. Where are you from? Oh, well, I'm from North Carolina. Oh, um, but you know, my husband, who rest in peace, his whole family oh. is from Indiana. So I moved. Also, I just love the Music Man. So I was like, you know, I'm coming. That is oh, so I'm so awesome. sorry, and I hate to go right to this, but how did he pass, and when, and why? Mm -hmm. Well, Gray, um, it is hard to talk about. Um, okay, I'm sorry. My husband um, got trampled um, by a, a herd of miniature donkeys. Oh, oh, no. I know, I know. Um, you know, I think it's how he'd want to go, though. Um, he oh, loved every single one of those donkeys, and he was trying to get them out to pasture, and coyote come by. And just oh, no. scared him, scared him. And they just, you know, he was a very small man. A small man taken by small donkeys. Oh, I mean, I've never heard of miniature donkeys. I didn't even know that's the thing. I heard of many horses. Yeah, I mean, they're not typically aggressive. I think they really just got spooked that day. And what was he doing in with the donkeys? 
Oh, no. I mean, oh, man. Ronald was always, always going in with it. I mean, it, it was harder to get me, get him in the house with me because he wanted to be out there in the pasture with the donkeys all the time. Okay. Talking to the donkeys, you know, bathing the donkeys, uh, like to braid the donkeys' hair. Oh. You know, um, some people call it like a, a therapy animal. Wow. So he was raising these donkeys? Oh, yeah. Well, at least he died doing what he loved, you know, he did. which I guess he is did. what we could all hope for. Yep. God rest his soul. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I asked, but I guess we'll get back to uh, what you uh, are here to talk to us about today, yes. which is the ReV program. So tell us a little bit about ReV and what you're doing there. Well, you know, you know about Ronald now and what happened with the donkeys. Right, after yeah. after Ronald passed, I want to get, get back out there maybe into... Um, Dayton, maybe going to Bible yeah. study with somebody, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, somebody I could watch my programs with. Um, I have a lot of DVDs um, that I like, and I just wanted to have somebody to do those things with, and, you know, Ronald being dead and all. And so I just decided to be able to truly give myself to a new husband or a new mm-hmm. man, I was going to have to re-become a virgin, um, which is quite a process. <laughs> What? And so that's what inspired the ReV program. Mm-hmm. And the ReV p- program is restoring people's purity and become, you can actually, can you physiologically become a virgin again? Now, here's here's the thing. People think about your hymen, you know, your hymen. They think that if it's gone, you're not you're not a virgin anymore. And that's not true. Okay, that's not true. I, um, my sister broke her hymen on a trampoline, just jumping too hard. Went oh, down, my. did one of them seat jumps. Mm-hmm. Seat jumps pop right back up. Blood oh. everywhere. Jaime oh, gone. No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And she was still, a, now she was still a virgin because she had not had well, sexual right. intercourse, right. no penetration, you well, know? That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because you don't have a Jaime don't mean you're not a virgin. Okay. And speaking of donkeys, I've heard of females having the same thing happen on a horse. You're horseback riding. Next thing you know, maybe mm-hmm. you think you started menstruating, but it's not your time of the month for the menzies. Mm-hmm. It was the law's timey. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I had aunt that did that. And she, she thought the horse was cut. You know, she thought the horse's back had been all cut up and, you know, she's calling, calling, called an ambulance, everything. We need to get somebody here for this horse. Nope. Her Jaime. Just that happened to my yeah. little sister on a jungle gym, like these monkey bar things. She was hanging up there, <laughs> fell down, her legs going on either side of one of the ladder, you know, rungs of the ladder went in between her legs. No oh, more Jaime. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, um, okay. Well, I don't love the term Jaime. I wish we hadn't said that. But um, yeah, I'm looking at my notes here and I guess, okay, now I'm reading your email. Um, I didn't quite realize what the ReV program was. I thought that was reinvigorating people to Christ or something, which is, okay. Uh, anyway, this is a lot of detail. I've been trying and to really poach okay. a, lot of your, um, a lot of your students, Greg. The Climax Kids? Yes, the Climax Kids. After um, y'all have your Climax rehearsals, um, I've been just out in the parking lot and I just... Come recruit them, and I'm like, if you've had sex, it's okay, you know. Right. Awesome. I, if you ever heard that, just somebody screaming that in the parking lot, that was me. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes, I yeah. had. Well, I didn't hear it, but some of my students had and had brought it to my attention. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to know it was you, uh, just because you know we have had other people in the parking lot yelling that, and they were ended up being um, prowlers. So um, it's it's just good to know that that you were doing it in a positive way. Yes, I was. I was definitely doing it in a positive way trying to recruit these young females. That's what that's so important then these girls are lucky to have you because it's important that um adults are looking out for you know the the sexual purity of these kids and you know engaging yes. them in what could be uncomfortable conversations but they're important conversations to have am I right? They are important conversations to have. You know, they're thinking about it mm-hmm. and they're naughty that's heads. Right. You got to you got to talk to them yeah. about it and 
bring them back to yeah, prayer. That's right. That's right. Because, you know, those adolescent years, your hormones are just raging. And, you know, the, you know, the beginning of the word hormone also is the beginning of the word horny. You know, these kids are so... Oh, I was thinking whore. Oh, well, th- and then that, well, that's the end of the mm-hmm. line, you know, of where those hormones go, exactly. you know. But when a woman has hoard herself yes. or, you know, essentially, you know, spread those legs mm-hmm. and let a man, you know, do what a man's going to do, um, you know, then she becomes, you know, like a, a chewed up piece of gum exactly. or a crumpled mm. up piece of paper or a plucked chicken. And, you know, yeah. what man is going to want to marry that, you know? Ugh. No, I mean, nobody. I mean, I had one girl I worked with had, had, um, sex with 37 different oh, people. Oh my goodness. Is that even possible? Thought, you know, she could never come to the church. She could never be accepted. <sighs> And I'm like, well, are you ready at this moment to give your heart to God, give your body uh-huh. to God, and promise you're not going to give it to anybody uh-huh. else until your wedding yeah. night? Well, not to ask too personal a question, but are you willing to share mm-hmm. who that was? Um, you know, not to name names, but just so I know. It was Sally I Sanders. Sanders. Sally I Sanders. I thought mm-hmm. if it's not Sally, then it's going to be Cindy Sanders because her sister also seems a little loose. You know what I'm saying? Between you and me. and the- Yeah, I actually don't really think she's fully come to the Lord yet. Mm-hmm. But So, and I, you know, I hate to ask Callie, but how does one actually reclaim or the, the, mm-hmm. the virginity, which is kind of a, uh, you know, how does, how does one actually do that? Well, it's a process. It's a process, Gray. Um this, um, I will talk a little bit about genitalia here, um, but that's just part of the okay. process. What I like to have my girls do is if they have had sexual intercourse before is I take a big, big bucket of holy water. Okay. And I just have them come over and kind of squat on top of it and just dip their vaginas okay. in. They just dip it down yeah. in there. It comes out. We dry it naturally. Like you fan it. We all fan it. You know, she's, she's good to go if she's made the promise to the Lord as well. Oh, so it's kind of a group activity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to be supported when you're oh, doing that. I hate for somebody to become a virgin by themselves. You, and, and, to, and to have mm-hmm. people witness it, you know, is is what makes it a sacred act, just like a wedding. It's not a wedding if you don't invite guests who can also then, you know, be part of um, keeping your marriage uh, yeah. accountable, you know, Um I'm just, I, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm so excited to hear that you want to get back out there and, um, you know, find a godly man. I um, and I know that, that God is preparing uh, the perfect person for you. And, you know, you mentioned you have a lot of DVDs. I do. What, like, what, what, what are the DVDs that you love most? Televangelist. Um, oh. Just watch them all day long. That, and I have a lot of, um, my old VHSs, I used to record the QVC network because I oh, just, yeah. oh, I mean, I could just watch that all day. And um, I had those turned in. I, I shipped them off and had them turned in to DVDs. So if I'm not like watching Jimmy Swagger or some some kind of a te- televangelist, then I'm shopping, but not really because I've tried to call the numbers and things are no longer available. Oh, sure. Yeah. That yeah. would be a technical difficulty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you do before you came to Indianapolis? I helped take care of my mama. Um, and I hate to ask, and uh, what was wrong with her? No arms, no legs. Oh my goodness, what a trial mm-hmm. and tribulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Lord really gave her a, you know, he doesn't give us anything we can't handle though, isn't that right? That's true. I mean, Kelly, if it's not too personal a question, was mm-hmm. she, how did your mom lose her arms and legs? She was also trampled. Ooh. No. I know, it keeps happening to me, and no, I don't know why, because I'm such a godly woman, and I pray every day, and... You know, I think God's just testing me. Uh-huh. We raised alpacas. And my mom, before, I mean, she could really weave with their fur, you know, oh, with the alpaca cool. fur. Much better than sheep. Much better. Everybody thinks it's all about sheep. It's not. It's alpaca. And um, 
when her arms were taken from the stomp, from the, you know, stomping, stomping. of the alpacas, um, she learned to braid with just her teeth. Unbelievable. I mean, I guess they say lightning doesn't strike twice, but it's just so sad that you've had two significant losses due to animal stampede in your life. But as far as my mama goes, you know, she lived, she lived through it. And I think it brought us closer. Oh, good. You know, brought me closer to God because the shit was a miracle. It was a miracle. I mean, you should have seen them alpacas. They're running faster than a track star at the Olympics. Oh, wow. I, I, now, I've never seen an alpaca run. And how did she pass? Well, I took her out one night, Grace. She, uh, she, she loved to dance, you know, and she couldn't oh, do as much oh, of really? it without legs. Right. And we got a really, really, the government gave us a real nice wheelchair. You know, everybody, everybody wants to talk shit about the government all the time. But, you know, they really helped my mama. And... They gave her a real nice wheelchair. And so we were going out um, for Boot Scoot Boogie awesome. Night. Line dancing? Yeah, y'all know it. Get down, yeah. turn around, go to town, Boot Scoot Boogie. I don't awesome. know. Did they sing that in Indiana? We got to bring yeah. it back. But we went out for Boot Scoot Boogie Night. And I mean, you you wouldn't have even noticed. My mama fit in so well and was just, I mean, getting it, just getting down. She was, and she was rocking so hard in her wheelchair that it, it fell over. It fell over. And, you know, she's tiny. They, People came through and they're line dancing and they're boot scooting oh, no. and they're boogieing and they just boogied right on top of my mama. She was trampled to death at a line dancing club. That's correct. Oh. What are the chances to I be mean, trampled? I mean, it's kind of a third stampede. A, yes. I mean, I don't. That is just that is just too bad. It's, I'm so sorry. That's that's proof that when it's your time, it's your time. It's your time. It's your time. And you know what? She was 92. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah, she's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. The alpaca thing didn't happen until she was late 50s. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. So, you know, most of my childhood and everything, she carried me. And then, you know, later on, I carried her. And I think that's kind of how it's supposed to be. Right? You know, It's poetic. Oh, now, so do you nice. have any children of your own, Callie? I do not. I do not have any children. Uh, I mean, I have in the Reeves, uh I mean, I feel like some of those girls really, really are my children. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have me... Um, a little Ronald, but you know, some people just aren't interested. And I had some family members, some ugly ones, ugly people that, you know, they, they weren't, they weren't God fearing. They didn't go to church. They were like, y'all been together so long. You don't have any children. We think your husband is a homosexual. And I was like, Ronald ain't a homosexual. No, he married you. He married me. Like, not a homosexual. He, he, he just loves donkeys. Like he's just busy. That's a that's a farmer. That's not a homosexual. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I did uh, want to ask: uh, 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 Is it only for ladies the REV program? Yes, it's really anybody that has been penetrated. So it really seems like it's sort of contingent upon penetration in uh, in general, or actually, mm -hmm. I, I guess specifically. Yeah, I think that's in Corinthians, right? Well, as far as you know, penetration mm -hmm. goes, would it count? Let's say, let's say a boy is sleeping on the couch, yeah. and he's lying on his mm -hmm. belly. And his um, his male member, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, becomes erect for maybe he's dreaming or you know some and uh, and and he puts it he wiggles it between two of the couch cushions, mm -hmm. um, you know, is that technically a penetration? Uh, especially if he's sort of making a, a humping movement there mm -hmm. with the couch cushion, you know, crease. Um, in that case, is he has he lost his virginity to the couch, or is it that the couch has lost its virginity because it's been penetrated by him? Things without a soul cannot be penetrated. Okay. Okay. I mean, you can rub your penis all over that couch if you like, but um, you're still just as much a virgin as you were the day before. Well, you know, something too that I just want to bring bring up is, you know, 
I've just told my kids, don't do it. Uh, you know, you're not until you're married, just don't even do it. Don't even think about it. Don't even try it. And I think really that's the best counsel, uh, because then we don't have, uh, you know, teens coming into your program going, well, I've got to dip myself in the, in the water and whatnot. I think it is. Abstinence is always for sure the way to go. And I mean, I tell these kids, I tell them, you know what? I, I have had, I've had sexual intercourse with, my dad, I mean, no, not my dad, husband. I didn't have it when he was dead, but you know, before he was dead, and it wasn't fun. Oh, you know, yeah, I did not like it. Uh, it it did not feel good. Um, it did not smell good. You know, I wanted to have children, and I would offer to to do that. Um, but it never happened for us. And I'm going to re-virgin myself, and maybe you know, if I can meet a husband, and maybe you know, that would want to have baby, I would be, I'd be willing. I'd be willing to lay flat for 10 minutes once a week. And that's just going to be it for me. Well, really, I think that that's what most men want. You know, yes. uh, the Bible says to wives, submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. And I think that that means, you know, lie flat, give them a solid 10. Take your 10, buddy boy. Yeah. I mean, I think there's nothing more that, you know, a fella would really want. Uh, that's probably the greatest turn on is to just have a girl lying there docile on her mm-hmm. back for for a solid 10. And I, I just wanted to commiserate with you, Callie, because... To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of it either. I mean, I before I got married and lost my V, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I thought, well, this seems to be something everybody's obsessed with. It seems to make the world go around. It seems like it's going to be like fireworks and the heavens opening and me experiencing something like like what it must have been like to see television for the first time mm-hmm. back in the day when they started, you know, getting the tube TVs and whatnot. And then when it happened, I was like, well, not only was it uncomfortable, awkward. I agree with you, Stinky. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, for me, quite painful. Yes. Uh, I I just don't see what the big draw is. And I wish we could tell kids it's actually not that good. I mean, and I'm really just trying to get through to these young girls, yep. too, that it just really... One of them asked me, well, what about a, a female orgasm? And I said, that is a myth. Oh, yeah. You know, that doesn't... No, no woman has ever had one of those. Yeah. If you've heard about that, she was not telling the truth. She's a liar and she's going to hell. Women don't do that that's only men do that and see this is the thing um who is telling these teen girls that there are orgasms i mean it's like they're trying to lure them into this Mm -hmm. you know i think now i've went up to the high school and i've tried to talk to the sexual education teacher but they're like you're not a parent you know you don't actually don't have any relation to any of the students here so they said i can't answer your questions and i'm like well wish you would at least come to church you know but I really think it's that sexual education teacher. Oh, is really? that right? Up at the high school. Oh, no. At Broad mm-hmm. Ripple High? At Broad Ripple High, yes. Oh, no. Yep, Burt Lines. Um, I've also heard from some women at church that he can be found at uh, the bar a lot. Oh. So he's going in here to these schools. He is telling these young girls about orgasms. Uh-huh. And then he's just leaving and going and drinking beer. Uh, of course. Of course he it's is. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Well, just, you know, just as a counterpoint, Hallie, I do want to point out, like, I actually tell my teens, look, you should wait for this because sex is, when you're married, is going to be awesome, guys. And I'm not married and I don't know anything about it. But from what I know, from what the Bible's told me, from what Steve has told me, this is going to be one of the most amazing best feeling, coolest things you've ever done. You're going to want to do it all the time, but don't do it now. Uh-huh. Just don't do it. Uh-huh. But it's amazing and yeah. cool and fun and awesome, but don't do it until you're married. Just don't even think about it. And I think that's really helpful, but that's just a counter, you know, just, just another opinion. It sounds like you're really hyping it up. Like, how are they going to want to wait 
when you make it sound like it's so much fun. Well, that, I wonder about that too. I wonder. About I mean, that they too. just trust me. I mean, I think they can just trust me. Where I'm like, guys, it's awesome, but you can't think about it, and you just gotta wait. You know. And you know, I feel like it's been proven time and time again that abstinence works, and that I'm um, teaching abstinence. Abstinence is highly mm-hmm. effective. You know, I hear people say stuff about like, well, when you make abortion illegal, there's more abortion, so it stands to reason that if you you know, want abortion to go away, you, you know, if you want less abortion, you should make it like safe and affordable and, and all that. And I'm like, now what kind of sense does that zero. make? Zero. That's how much sense it makes. Zero. Yeah. Zero yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. To prohibit yeah. something is really the only way to keep it out of people's minds mm-hmm. and to, uh, you know, guide them toward the, the preferred behavior, you know, which mm-hmm. in this case is, um, you know, enjoying sex. Well, males enjoying sex. And, you know, maybe there's some lucky females, too, um, enjoying sex within the beautiful uh, God-honoring confines of marriage. Exactly. The only reason you're doing it is to make a life. Mm-hmm. To make more Christians. There's no honestly. other reason you should mm-hmm. be doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I do um, hope, Callie, that you, when you do get back out there, and I'll think, I'll keep you in mind, and I'll think of um, godly men to introduce you to, because when you get back out there, um, I think that uh, there's a whole world for you to explore, and you're going to um, probably, it'll make you even more effective in your re-V program and helping girls, you know, uh, reestablish their purity and virginity and, and and save themselves to give themselves as a gift to their future husband. I just think that's awesome. That's what we are, aren't it? We're gifts for a husband. Well, it's so exciting. I mean, Callie, are you, are you back out there? Are you dating? Yep. I've been, been trying to, you know, put my heart out there, and um, I did meet really nice guy named Carl. Um, and you know, we were going all the time, getting Sundays, getting Sundays together. He loved to get a Sunday. I love to have a hot fudge Sunday. Unfortunately, Carl passed. Oh, oh no. no. Did he get yeah. trampled? Um, no, it was, um, diabetes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Allie Mae Mayton was played by the lovely Allie Clayton. Oh, I love her. Check out her amazing podcast, Y'all Gay. It is funny, fam, and it's one of my absolute favorites. Follow Allie at A Country Clayton. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>